on the Cyclone Sports Network. From Learfield, welcome to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, powered by Renewable Energy Group. Also brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Also brought to you by High V, who proudly supports the Iowa State Cyclones. High V, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. Now live, here's the voice of the Cyclones, John Walters. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Fueling your game for a lower carbon future makes you a winner today. And our thanks to Jeff Grummer. He is our guest co-host tonight. Jeff is from B&G Video Productions here in Ames, which produces all our coaches' shows, including the T.J. Otzelberger Show and the Bill Fenley Show. And uh, we've got tonight with us Eric Crawford. He is the Director of Player Development for the Cyclone Men's Basketball Program, filling in for T.J. Otzelberger, who had an important commitment. And then also tonight we're going to have Jody Steyer filling in for Bill Fenley, and we pass along our condolences uh, to the Fenley family. Uh, obviously, uh, Bill's mother passed away over the weekend, and he's back home in Davenport. So Jody's going to come in and fill in tonight, but our thoughts are certainly with uh, Coach Fenley and his entire family. As, uh, his parents were a really important mm. part of his life and, um, and very loving and his biggest fans. And uh, they were great every time we went to, to Davenport on the oh. tailgate tour. And so um, we, we hurt for him for his loss. Uh, but Eric, appreciate you jumping in here for TJ tonight. And uh, before we get started talking about the team, which we're going to do plenty, but just tell us a little bit about your position and what brought you back to Iowa State and um, getting you reunited with TJ. Yeah, what brought me back was obviously a relationship with TJ. Um, having worked with him for the first four years of his coaching career, which was identical to my first four years, we learned a lot together. Um, and the relationship stayed strong ever since, um, since we went different ways. But um, when he called, the, it was a pretty, I wouldn't say an easy decision, but it was, you know, being at Northern Iowa for 11 years, mm -hmm. it was, we had a lot of success, had a lot of fun. Um, and it just felt like it was a, a certain time where if we were going to make a move, it would have been one. Um, there were very few people I would probably work for, and TJ was one of them um, just because of the relationship. And my wife, had, you know, being from here, both or two of my three kids were born here. Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of uh, familiarity with Ames and Ankeny area. So um, it was it was a decision that, you know, for a new challenge, it was time for a new challenge. It's amazing, uh, Eric, when guys are in the coaching business, how quickly that tree grows and expands in different directions. And, and you talked about TJ and you guys were here before together. What made him, in your opinion, knowing him on the coaching side, what made him such a good fit for Iowa State? I think his passion for Iowa State, really. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, my, my family has the same type of passion. You know, when, you, when you're at a place and you invest into it, um, it, it never really leaves you. So, and the community here um, at Iowa State was was so supportive. And we, you know, let's call it what it is. We didn't have the greatest years, um, but but the community was always really strong, and the support was always great. And I think those are things that you remember. Um, obviously, you know, TJ's wife playing here um, probably helps, but <laughs> but I think his passion for this place is is what made him such a great fit. And you know, like. In this business, if you have passion for something, you're, you, can, you can do a lot of wonderful yeah. things, and, and we're starting to see that. So tell us about your role a little bit. Is it, uh, is it more on-the-court stuff, off-the-court stuff? Where, where do you kind of fit in the uh, hierarchy of uh, being part of this team? Yeah, mostly off-the-court stuff. It's um, you know, kind of helping prepare game plans, um, more on the offensive side of the ball, working with Coach Schmidt, 
um, and really just breaking down film and putting strategies together to, to try to give us the best chance um, on the offensive side of the ball to to do good things. And, you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, we've done a good job this year. We've uh, managed to, to find ways to score, even if we haven't shot the ball great some games. And, you know, the games like Texas Tech where we shoot it well, we've put up some big numbers. So it's um, – it's been a fun challenge. It's it's a unique style that we're playing, and it's it's kind of a five guys approach to it. Um, but we we try to break it down and look at every opponent and and try to figure out the best way to give our guys a chance for success. Um, so that's like during during the year right now in the off season, it's um, breaking down a lot of prospect videos, um, seeing seeing how they would fit guys that we're interested in. Should we pursue them harder? Do we think they could? fit into our culture, you know, just really breaking down and watching a lot of prospects games. So it's a lot of video. Um, and then from with the player side of it, it's, it's more or less just sharing experiences with them mm-hmm. um, and just trying to trying to be there more for support than anything as far as, you know, what it, what, you know, whatever they would need, whether it's academically, um, if they're having issues, you know, off the court, any right. of those type of things. I mean, I think my background is is one that I have had a lot of experiences now in, in 16 years of doing this, and you know I try to share those whenever I can. So we've uh, identified the reason for the improved offense this year, <laughs> and uh, you look at this team, and and really I, I've just been so impressed the way they share the ball and move it offensively. When you don't have a primary scorer, you have leading scores, but you have different scores being the leading scorer on different nights when you don't have a primary score what does it take to be such to be an effective offensive team uh really it just takes a lot of trust and togetherness as a unit um i think our guys are are very comfortable knowing you know after 40 minutes is up it could be five or six guys that could be the leading scorer and and they're they're okay with that not every team is i mean um seems like more the higher you get in level the the less likely it is to find five guys that don't really care who shoots or makes it um, but we're, we're very fortunate. Um, you know, obviously it starts with our culture of, you know, C5C and the unity and togetherness that we always talk about. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of programs talk about those things and you mm-hmm. don't always see that on the court. Um, so our guys' commitment to, to doing, doing the stuff together and not really caring who, who leads them in scoring. I mean, we really, for the most part, until the last couple of games where Kelsher's really taken a step forward, we, we haven't had, you know, we've always had a different score. Right. You know, it was Holmes early who's our leading scorer and then it it's just kind of evolved and I think some of it's based on the level of play and the defenses that we face and the best way to attack them I mean some games people stand next to a grill and he can't get a shot up and he's got to be okay with that and he has been mm-hmm. you know uh one thing Eric is that when guys do take that approach and and I agree with you completely that it's very rare to find an entire team of guys willing to buy into that team first and whoever gets the shots and whoever gets the points. We genuinely don't care. You can, it's one thing to say it because everybody's <laughs> going to say it, but it's amazing how they all end up with numbers at the end when that's the case. I mean, they all have good numbers and they all, uh, it just comes naturally from within the flow of the offense. And I think these guys see that. Yeah, I think so too. And and I was fortunate when I played for uh, coach McDermott, we were the very similar. We had a, that type of approach. Our leading scorer might have had 15, and then there was a bunch of guys between 8 and 10. And um, to see it at this level in the Big 12, it, it's it's really fun to watch. And I think that's what that's why the guys, like, once you share the ball, you end up getting it back, and you'll end up with numbers. And I think that that approach has really worked, and, and guys love passing. Like, they play for the assist. They play for their teammates. 
And as a result, our offense has been pretty good, and, and the guys really enjoy playing that way. We're going to come back with more with Eric Crawford on the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Sue Cup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sukup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. You probably know that a natural gas leak smells like rotten eggs, but what does a gas leak look or sound like? If you hear a whooshing or hissing sound, see dirt, dust, or water spraying from an area, or you get dizzy or queasy, leave the area immediately, then call 1-800-595-5325 once you're safely away. See midamericanenergy.com for more safety tips. Paid for by the customers of MidAmerican Energy. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. Tournament Club of Iowa, designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. No matter your lifestyle, there's a Ford for you. Find exclusive offers on the perfect one at your Northland Ford dealers. Like the Ford F-150, designed with new tech to help you work smart and hard. Or the Ford Explorer and Escape, SUVs the whole family can appreciate. Plus the Ford Bronco Sport, built for thrill seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Customize your own vehicle by placing a retail order at your Northland Ford dealers today. And thank you for making Ford the best-selling brand in South Dakota. Best-selling brand in South Dakota based on 2021 CY sales. If you thought starting a business took courage, imagine starting over after a fire, damaging storms, or a cyber attack. When disaster strikes, business owners count on EMC for fast, experienced claim service. Our countrywide network of local offices ensures we're always ready to answer the call, investigate every claim, explain what's covered, and process payments as quickly as possible. Count on getting back to business when you count on EMC. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group, reducing emissions, creating jobs, fueling communities. We're visiting with Eric Crawford, Iowa State's Director of Player Development for Men's Basketball, and Jeff Grummer of B&G Video Productions and Ames is our guest co-host tonight. And uh, Eric, we were just talking a little bit during the break about Taman Lipsy and what a special kid he is. We had a chance to sit down with him for about a half hour last week and just uh, was so impressed with him. And, and he says things like, you know, I, I just try to do something each day that's going to lift people's spirits a little bit. And if a guy has that mentality of trying to lift those around him, man, that is the defining 
characteristic you'd want in a point guard because that's exactly what he does on this team. Yeah, 100%. And he, he earned the position he has now because um, we didn't know what we were getting in the summer. Like mm-hmm. we had uh, Jeremiah, we had Eli, we had Taman, and they competed every single day. But the one thing that always stood out with Taman was his approach. Like he never had bad days. And you wouldn't notice it looking at the stat sheet, but as you watch the film and you just consistently saw how his teams performed, you were like, there's something to it. And then with Jeremiah, when he went out, um, it was pretty well like we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do this <laughs> thing with a freshman point guard. And and you know what, he's handled it amazing. And and I, I do think it's his approach. And I do think is a big part of it is the passion he has from being from Ames, from being a part of you know Hilton games before. Um, the stage has never been too big for him, and he's done it against some of the best competition. Um, and typically, the better the bigger the game, the better he's played. And but he does it in the right way. He doesn't care if he scores a point. Like he'd rather get eight assists and a couple steals, take a charge, get some rebounds, do all the little things that add up to wins. And, you know, really that's what defines him. He's just a winning player. Another freshman on your team, Demarion Watson, is certainly making the most of his minutes as well. And you talk about, you know, taking advantage of opportunities. And I think back to the Texas Tech game, he gets a terrific and one on an offensive rebound. Just a great effort play. He goes down to Kansas, one of the hardest places to play in the country. He hits two open threes. I mean, he's a guy who seems to be doing what you need when he gets his minutes. And and that's really impressive for a freshman. Yeah, absolutely. He's done a great job of of just kind of letting things come. Um you know, he didn't get a ton of minutes early on, and we've always talked to him about just always staying prepared for your mm-hmm. opportunity, always just focus on the things that you can control. And for him, it's defense, it's blocking shots, it's it's rebounding, which he's done at a very, very high level, um, and doing all the things that, that, his, that he can do with his body. I mean, he's gifted athletically, and, and it stood out. Like, he was one of the best athletes on the floor um, at Kansas, mm-hmm. which, is, which is a big deal. And then what TJ always talks to the guys about is if you do all the little things enough – the shots end up going in for you. And, you know, the, the two threes he hit were, they were open shots. They were a result of good basketball. The ball found him. And, but, but what got him those shots was the block shots, yeah. the rebounds, the putbacks, the defense, all those things, you end up getting lost in the game. And all of a sudden the shots were easier. And that's kind of the way we try to approach it with our guys is let's not try to go out and shoot it and see if we're on, let's do all the little things. And then when the shot comes, you won't be thinking about it and you can knock it in and, and I think Saturday was a, was a great demonstration of that for D. Do you guys track, and I'm, I'm guessing you probably do, but do you track team-wise and individually deflections? Because, man, it feels like Tamarian gets a lot of deflections. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. We, we don't track it as a stat. Okay. Um, we talk about it a lot. We talk about disruption. Um, we do track the turnovers. And I don't know if it's one of those things like, you know, a deflection without a turnover, you know, what's the value in it? But – um, we do track the turnovers and we definitely notice deflections. We just don't, we don't chart it. Okay. Okay. Huh? I'm going to go ahead and claim him as the team leader. <laughs> deflections, then, Especially since there's no record to prove me, prove, yeah. prove me wrong. You know, coach, you, you talk about the trends of the season so far and, and through the years at Iowa state, we've seen some really good road teams. You know, you go back to the 2000 and 2001 teams that won championships and, this team, if you look at who they've played on the road, you've been at Oklahoma, very good team, at TCU, rated team, at Kansas. And then, you know, if you throw in some of the uh, non-conference neutral court games, you've got North Carolina, UConn, Villanova. This team has played exceptionally well. 
on the road and at neutral sites. Uh, what are the attributes that it takes to take your game on the road? And again, you've been tested at some of the toughest places there are. What, what are the attributes that this team has that allows it to be effective neutral site and on the road? I think, you know, offensively, it's, it's getting shots at the rim and getting a high volume of those and then shooting a good percentage. Because, you know, the outside shot typically on the road is going to be a little lower percentage than at home. Um, but we've always felt if we can get into the paint, if we can score it around the rim um, and get a bunch of opportunities there, then, then at least scoring-wise, we won't have droughts, um, which will allow us to always stay in the game and then let our defense kind of carry us in stretches where we're not scoring it. Um, and then on the flip side, defensively, it's try to try to make them shoot outside shots and not allow a ton of points in the okay. paint. And I think numbers-wise, we're, we're extremely efficient at, at not allowing teams to shoot it around the rim. Um, one of the best in the country, and then on the flip side, we're we're right up there in terms of scoring it at the rim. And the other thing we do is offensive rebound. I think we're number one in the Big 12 in offensive rebound mm-hmm. percentage, um, and that allows you to you know to always get an extra chance at it if you do come up short on a shot. But um, aside from those two analytical things, it's it's really just a determination to continue doing our job, regardless of the crowd, regardless of the the venue. It's just we talk a ton about just play your role to the best you can, um, control what you can control, which is basically doing your job, doing the role that that we need you to do to win. And our guys do a tremendous job of going out there and trying to be the best at their role. And when you're on the road, when you're at home, it really doesn't matter because you're just playing your role. Mm-hmm. You're never the exact same team in November that you are in March as teams evolve over the course of a season. But, you know, to pick out one individual and kind of talk about him, Oshun seems to really have found his niche now. And his, you guys have found him in the sweet spots for him and where he can be effective. He's got a nice touch. What's kind of uh, been the breakthrough with, with Shun to get him kind of over that hump? Yeah, I think it's just been an understanding of, of what he does best. Um, always just trying to put him in position to do the things he's naturally good at. Um, not trying to force him to be like a low block scorer or you know, bang around with guys because he's he's not that type of player. And, you know, it was a little bit of a – it was kind of eye-opening for him, I think, because, you know, when he was at St. Bonaventure, he, he would catch it on the roll. He'd catch some lobs, but they very rarely threw it into him. He wasn't, you know – he wasn't expected to score a lot of points. Um, and from day one, you know, we kind of told him, we're going to go to you and we're going to see what you can do offensively. And it's taken some time to figure out where he's really good. Um and I think we found a niche, you know, catching it around the free throw line where he's got a little bit of space. He's got great touch. He's got the floater. You think he made three of them in the second half at Kansas. We're encouraging him to step out and shoot threes. Um, but he's just got really good touch and good feel, and he moves really well for his size. So it's, you know, rather than banging with guys and trying to play the physical game, we're trying to get him, you know, to use his mobility and move around. And I think we've, you know, every game you see a little bit more out of him. And, Hopefully that'll continue and he'll step out and shoot a few more threes, which, you know, we like because it opens the floor. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've just challenged him to to do more offensively because, you know, I think a lot of people want that until they're recording right. until you expect <laughs> him to do it. But um, he's handled it really well, and he's had games where, you know, it hasn't been great, but he's also had some really good games for us. So we're going to continue to push him and challenge him to to be really good on offense as he is on defense. 
Well, certainly in the beginning of the games right now, he stands out for you guys because he's the only guy that's not a guard in the starting lineup all of a sudden, you know, and, and you look at that four guard lineup and, and you wonder if it can be effective and it, it's been tremendous. What are the advantages and maybe the disadvantages of having that type of starting lineup and, you know, what you're trying to present as a challenge to the other team? Well, disadvantage was everything. When when uh, when Jazz went out, you know, we had a lot of conversations about what we should do because mm-hmm. Trey was just eligible um, but really didn't have a lot of game experience. Right. Um, so, you know, really at the end of the day, you know, TJ wanted to go with the guys that he knows has been in, you know, Big 12 games before, and, and that happened to be the four guards. So our, our question was, can we rebound? Because mm-hmm. Big 12 is one of the most physical <laughs> leagues in, in the country, and guys go to the offensive glass. And for us to be successful, we want to limit teams to one shot. And so we put a, you know, a high priority on, on blocking out and pursuing the basketball with five guys. So we've kind of turned what, what looked like a disadvantage into being one of the best defensive rebounding teams in the conference. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, again, it's a testament to what we work on every day, but also the guys going out and doing it during the games, making sure they block out, making sure they rebound. Um, but that was the biggest disadvantage. And you get some size matchups. Um, Jalen Hill caught it at the elbow, and, it, you know, he's a tough matchup from there. And, you know, it seems like every team's got a six six four man that's just yeah. really tough. Jalen Wilson um, will play one tomorrow as well. So it's, you know, trying to fight the physical battle defensively, but offensively it opens the floor up for us because then a four man's got to guard Caleb Griller, has got to guard Gabe, and that gives us an advantage because they're just not used to guarding guys that run around <laughs> and can shoot the three like they do. So it gives us an advantage on that end, and, you know, so far it's it's been an advantage for us, you right. know, um, when you look at the pros and cons, it's it's been more of a pro for us, you know, so far. And it's interesting because you uh, lost your leading rebounder, and yet you've gotten better rebounding as a team. And hopefully, when Jess comes back, that only continues. But the, uh, you, as you mentioned earlier about the offense, you really had to do it as a team, and and everybody's contributing. Even Taman, well, I think is a sneaky good offensive rebounder that you wouldn't think of at all, but he's just so good at finding where the ball's going and anticipating. But uh, tell me how you've kind of collectively had to do this. Yeah, it's been, uh, you know. Because you're first in the Big 12 in rebound mark yeah, in conference it's, games. Uh, <laughs> it's like, where'd that come from? It's crazy because, you know, you can work on rebounding, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to show up on game day because right. it's just a different thing. So, um, but we just, we talk about it all the time. It's always, you know, everyone's got a job to do. You're a blockout guy. You need to go pursue the basketball. Um, and in particular, our guards, and we really challenged Caleb to do it, and he's had nights of seven, eight rebounds. Um, but it, it is. It's it's doing it by committee, and it's constantly talking about it. We put it up at halftime, our rebound numbers, um, and that's really one of the things that we focus on because we feel like we'll take care of everything else, but the rebounding is, is can either win us or lose us a game. Right. And the better job we do on the defensive boards and the better job we do crashing the offensive boards – really can make a difference. And I think with, you know, the, the margins we've had in some of these games, it's it's shown up for us um, in our favor. We're visiting with Eric Crawford. He's Iowa State's Director of Player Development for Men's Basketball. And we're going to come back with more with Eric on the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. 
Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust, partners that care about your company and your customers. Partners like the Plumbers and Steam Fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. Two teams, one goal. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University have partnered to bring sustainable solutions to improving air quality and reducing carbon emissions on the campus of Iowa State University. Through the use of clean fuel produced at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa, students can breathe easier knowing that two teams are working together in creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. Two Cup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sukup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. No matter your lifestyle, there's a Ford for you. Find exclusive offers on the perfect one at your Northland Ford dealers. Like the Ford F-150, designed with new tech to help you work smart and hard. Or the Ford Explorer and Escape, SUVs the whole family can appreciate. Plus the Ford Bronco Sport, built for thrill seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Customize your own vehicle by placing a retail order at your Northland Ford dealers today. And thank you for making Ford the best-selling brand in South Dakota. Best-selling brand in South Dakota based on 2021 CY sales. Businesses like yours count on EMC insurance companies for protection with the standard coverage they need. But EMC agents go further, tailoring coverages with the specialized products and services every unique company requires, including yours. EMC has insurance solutions for nearly 500 types of businesses. So whatever your specialty is, count on EMC to protect it. Visit emcins.com to find your local agent. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University playing for a lower carbon, more sustainable community together. Jeff Grummers, our, our guest co-host tonight, uh, Jeff and Rod Botholt, work together at B&G Video Productions Names and put together all our coaches shows. And our first guest tonight is Eric Crawford. He's the Director of Player Development for Cyclone Men's Basketball, filling in tonight for T.J. Otzelberger, who had an uh, important commitment that he had to keep tonight. And uh, we're also going to have Jody Steyer along a little bit later. She's filling in for Coach Fenley, who's uh, unfortunately lost his mom 
over this past weekend, and so he's back home in Davenport. But Jody will be here shortly. And Latham High Tech Seeds, Stellar Industries, and the Premier Chevy dealers are raising money for every free throw made by the Cyclones. Proceeds benefit the American Cancer Society and Coaches versus Cancer. Latham High Tech Seeds, Stellar Industries, and the Premier Chevy dealers are cheering on the Cyclones from the free throw line and helping to raise cancer awareness efforts across the state. Texas comes to town tomorrow to face the Cyclones, 7 o'clock at Hilton Coliseum, and Hilton Coliseum is sold out. And, man, what a fun matchup. I mean, number 7 versus number 12. Both teams playing at a really high level. It feels like to me, just watching it from a distance, that Texas is a little more offensive-oriented since Coach Beard hasn't been there. And they're playing loose and having a lot of fun, and they're fun to watch. Yeah, they are. Um, They're definitely a little bit more offensive-minded. They're playing at a faster pace, trying to take a little bit more advantage in transition. Um, But, uh, you know, with, with the team they have, they have a very talented offensive team. So... You know, it all makes sense. I think Coach Beard was – hes he would, you know, go to his grave being a defensive guy. But they have opened it up, and its it's been really good, and minus the uh, K-State game where they still scored it, but they just gave up a few. But, um, I, you know, we're hoping to, you know, to do our thing defensively, um, keep, it, keep it within, you know, the 60s, 70s, um, not let them get going in transition. And then offensively for us, we're looking to, to put some pressure on them. I, I would say um, – they do have some holes in their defense that we're going to try to take advantage of, um, but they do a great job of, you know, pressuring the ball and switching and, and using their, you know, they got a deep bench, so they play quite a few guys and they just run them in and out, and it's it's going to be a challenge for us, but it's something, you know, with with fourteen thousand in there, um, yeah. I think I think our guys should be ready to roll. You talk about the home court. You, you look at the metrics right now in the Big Twelve, and it just seems to get better every week. And how good these teams are, it's quite astounding. How important is it now? to protect that home court as you go forward in the conference. Extremely important. And, and you know, our guys, to their credit, they got off to a great start. Um, and now it's just it's about protecting home court. And we feel we put ourselves in a position. If we do that, we'll find ourselves, you know, when it all shakes, you know, all shakes mm-hmm. down, we'll be in a pretty good position going into the Big 12 tournament and then, you know, into postseason play. So, um, but protecting home is, is you know, it's paramount. It's we're able to steal two on the road, which, which is huge for us. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the home games, when you have your home crowd, you know, guys are sleeping in their own bed. They have their own routines. You know, you feel you feel like you should be ready and you should be able to win those games. And um, it'll be a huge test tomorrow. You know, there's no there's no easy nights, as as I think everybody knows. But, you know, when you are at home, it's, you know, we expect to win every game when we play at Hilton. Mm. We need to pause here for 10 seconds to allow our stations to identify themselves. This is the Cyclone Network from Learfield. We're visiting with Eric Crawford. He's a new member on the Iowa State coaching staff this year, although he's been on the Iowa State coaching staff in the past as well and also played at UNI and had a great career as a player. And so you played in Hilton Coliseum. Yep. Tell me what it was like as an opposing player to come play in Hilton Coliseum. Uh, to be honest, for me, I, I thought it was great. It yeah. was fun. Like, as a player, you know, some guys don't like it, but I always relished going into environments that were fun. And were, Same reason our guys like going down the field yeah, this weekend. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, yeah. People are, uh, you know, the, the more hostile, the more, you know, the more fun it is. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if, if you can get a win in those environments, there's nothing better. Um, and we were, you know, we, we played against some pretty good Cyclones yeah. teams, and they always came down to the wire. Um, 
But playing playing in Hilton was better than being an opposing coach in Hilton. Yeah, um, that one's not because you don't quite have as much control. Yeah. Like when you're out there, it's it's pretty fun. The crowd's getting after you, and coaching is a little different. Yeah. So I definitely like being on the the home sideline as a coach. Well, you know, I was going to ask you about that as as a former player at a at a high level in in collegiate basketball. What's the toughest transition from going from a player to a coach? Is it just that idea of you're not out on the court? Yeah, I think some of it depends on when you do it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was a GA right after I got done playing. So age-wise, you're very close to the to the guys you're trying to help. Um, so from that standpoint, it does get a little tricky because you're kind of serving two roles as trying to be, you know, because you're so close in age to the players, but also trying to, you know, be a coach. It, right. That part is difficult. Um, but then from there, it's just a matter of, just finding your niche, finding out what what you're decent at, um, and then really trying to grow and learn as much as you can. It's you know, for me, 16 years in, I still feel like like coming here has been a new challenge, and I'm learning stuff every day. And I think that every experience you have, I think, benefits you. So it's you know, it is it's uh, it's extremely rewarding though from a professional standpoint just to see guys go from stuff you work on to go out to the court and actually perform and do it really well is is one of the best experiences in coaching. So you've talked a little bit about, you know, your existing relationship with TJ and obviously, you know, Kyle Green very well. But uh, tell me about, you know, the assistant coaches on this staff, Nate Schmidt, J.R. Blount, and how uh, what what it is that you admire about them as you've come in to become part of this staff. Yeah, I think the thing that stands out with our staff to me is everyone's extremely selfless. Um, there's very, there's no egos on our staff. Um, we all get along extremely well. Um, and it, it makes it easier when you're doing game plans or when adversity hits, it's, it's not like a blame game of, you know, the offensive guys aren't blaming the defense defense, you know, it's just, everyone's moving in the same direction. And I think the players feel that and they can see that and sense it. So that's like the, the number one thing that, that makes our staff special, but, Beyond that, it's everyone has a different expertise, and I think that was a thing when TJ put the staff together was to try to find who who would fit together mm-hmm. in terms of what people are good at. And Coach Schmidt is extremely good on the offensive end of the floor um, from his experience with in the G League with the Herd, working for TJ at UNLV. I mean, he just has a ton of different basketball experiences, and he's very good on the offensive side. And I've always kind of been an offensive coach. Um, so, you know, he kind of paired us together, and I think we've done a pretty good job. We see the game the same way. Um, so it makes it really easy for us to put a plan together. And then defensively, you know, I think Jr. I mean, on the court, he, he's phenomenal on the court. He, he, has a, he has a way to get the guys to understand things very quickly and do them at an extremely high level. Um, and I think, you know, like we said earlier, a lot of coaches say the same things, but it, players don't always respond. Right. Um, JR gets guys to respond and then coach green I've worked with forever and you know I think the world of him he's got you know so much experience and recruiting wise he's done a done a great job here so I think it's just it's it's a nice balance of young guys middle-aged guys like myself and old guys like coach green and (laughs) uh, but it is a fun staff I mean we we get along great and we have we have a good time doing what we do I think one of the great compliments to this staff this year is you've brought in Guys from the portal this year, the transfers, I mean, it's kind of the new way with college basketball. You have freshmen, and the way this team immediately played together was so impressive. And and what are the challenges now as a coach 
in this new environment where you're going to have, uh, you know, maybe three, four, five, six new guys a year at different times. How challenging is that to get them to look and play together that soon? It's extremely challenging. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that's going to be the next thing. It's on one hand, you have a, a great ability to replace talent quickly. Um, and on the other hand, you have to try to get all that talent to work together. And, you know, for us, we do that in June, July, August, um, team building stuff with some of the practices we do in June and July. Um, we do a good job of trying to get the guys together around each other a lot. So like we talked about earlier, they feel good sharing the basketball and they feel good playing for each other and they stay connected defensively. Um, and then part of it is just who you bring in. Yeah. Um, it's low ego guys. I mean, let's, if we're going to be as honest as we can, egos are typically what break locker rooms and what break seasons. And for us, we try to recruit guys that have extremely low egos and they can, um, kind of carry out our culture. Mm-hmm. It's fun to hear you talk about you and Nate being on kind of the same page and what you like offensively. And when I think about the terms that TJ uses, and I think we can all speak the language now by now, but um, <laughs> he uses that word intentional all the time. And when I watch your guys offensively, I think to myself, man, every cut is done with a purpose. Every screen is set like you mean it. You know, it, none of it's done just kind of halfway. You know, what you see with some teams, you see, oh, I'm supposed to go set a screen here. I'm going to go kind of do it. Man, you guys do it like you mean it every single time. And and to me, that's the beauty of your offense. Yeah, 100%. And um, some of it's by default, like we have to. Just <laughs> um, the reality is, you know, we don't have a guy who's just going to shake and bake and go get you 25. Right. Um, so we, we have to be intentional with what we do. And I, and I think we we do a great job of it. And it allows us to get shots at the rim, get shots in the paint. Um, some of the cuts draw fouls. So it, it's all part of a plan. Um, everything we're going to do is going to be physical because the reality is it's a physical league. And if you're more physical than your opponent, you typically have a chance you know, to win at the end. And so we cut physical. We go to the boards physical. We block out physical. Um, and everything we do is, is with a purpose. And TJ makes sure, um, whether it's in film sessions or on the practice court, that that the guys understand like why we're doing something or why we need them to do it. It's not just asking guys to do right. it. And I think that's where some teams don't do it very hard because mm-hmm. they don't quite understand, you know, or, or appreciate the value of a good cut might get a teammate open. So um, we talk a lot about that and we watch a lot of film on it. And, uh, you know, the, the good part is when we get to the, or to the game floor, it shows up. You know, one of the things that you think about between these Saturday road trips and then you've got a home game on Tuesday and you were just talking about watching a lot of film and preparing for a team and on the offensive end, now you've got a new team coming in that plays a different kind of defense. And how hard is that, challenging is that Saturday to Tuesday turnaround? Because I know, that, you know, the guys have to have some time off too some point during the week. But, boy, that's a quick turnaround when you're trying to get ready for a team you haven't played this year. Yeah, it is. It is, And, you know, for us, we go back to kind of the daily habits. And anyone who's heard TJ speak, mm-hmm. you know, they hear a lot of that. And But it is true. It's, it's every single day. It's the same stuff. Um, you know, whether we're playing Texas or Kansas, there might be some things schematically that change, but the things that we need to do to win don't. So mm-hmm. um, really it's just tweaking a few things here or there. I mean, our defense doesn't change a ton. Offensively, we may look to try to do a couple different things with a ball screen or something. But for the most part, it's it's moving the basketball. It's cutting. It's getting shots in the paint. Um, and so really the biggest thing for us is that mentally they, you know, they move on from whatever happened, good or bad. 
Um, and then physically they get their bodies ready to, to compete on Tuesday. And, you know, we're not going to wear them out in practice. Um, the most important thing, obviously, is the 40 minutes that count. Um, so we do a lot of yoga. We do a lot of recovery um, in between, you know, Saturday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, so the most important thing is they're ready to go. Yeah. Really fun to see Gabe in such a positive um, zone right now. And so much of the game is mental because physically, and I know he put in just a ton of work. TJ's talked about how hard he's worked at his game. But it just feels like he's in a great place right now where he feels like every shot's going in. He's he's just having a lot of fun out there playing. It's been so much fun to watch him play. Yeah, I think that's the – you see the joy in how he plays. Yeah. Um, like the Tech game was – was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Like every shot he took, it looked like it had no chance of even touching the rim. Yeah, it was so pure. <laughs> yeah, um, and he's he's carried that over. But you know, it, it is cool to see because he does work harder than anybody we have on our team. He's in the gym constantly. So to see the results is is really gratifying for us as coaches because we talk a lot about it. Like just do the work, do the work, do the work, and they'll show up for you. And you know, he had a couple games last year where it happened, but to put a stretch together like he's put over the last mm-hmm. four or five games is has been really cool to see because he does put a ton of time in and he cares. And so to see it actually happen is, is, is really fun. And he's enjoying it and he's having a great time doing it. Good for it. your other guys to see too. Yeah, because yeah. you always preach it. Everyone yeah. preaches it. But, you know, if it doesn't show up, then it's like, well, you know, why would we do that? But, you know, our message is always you just never know. Like, you know, you might as well put the work in to see versus mm-hmm. not doing it because it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But. You know, for, for it to happen for Gabe was, was awesome because he always does it on the defensive end. So yeah. for the offensive side to show up and the way it has, like he's he's built us out of some tough spots this yeah. year. So it's really cool to see. You think about his season and talk about a guy who's willing to do whatever the team calls him to do. Here's a guy who started all last year. He's going to come off the bench at the beginning of the year, and he, he does it flawlessly and accepts that role. Now all of a sudden – you lose Jazz, he's got to go back in, and, and again, you go with four guards as something different, he steps up again. So that also has to be a message to the guys, too. You know, Be prepared, do your role excellently, and, and think good things will happen for you. Yeah, and it, it got to be hard for him. And, you know, we went through that together as a, as a staff and as a team with the transition. You know, when TJ took him out of the starting lineup, you know, we we thought it was for the, you know, for the betterment of the team. And Gabe, Gabe saw it that way as well. And, you know, but, it, you know, I think of myself as a player, that would have been extremely hard for mm-hmm. me um, to start every game of your career and then to have the coach say, we want you to come off the bench. But, you know, I think the way he handled that is also a big reason of why he's playing so well right yeah. now. Because um, to be that selfless, to come off the bench and still compete and do everything at the same level that you did as a starter – now you're back in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, some of it, you know, it might appreciate the starting job more or whatever, but I think more of it's just his mentality of, yeah, whatever the team needs. So, yeah. um, and you can kind of see it and it's, it's getting better and better and better. And I, I look forward to a month from now to seeing where he's at. Mm-hmm. You've been really fortunate, Eric, to be around some great head coaches in your career with Greg McDermott, you mentioned, and certainly uh, with Ben Jacobson and now with TJ. Um, how valuable has that just been for you and your development and your quest to be a coach uh, to just be around maybe people that think similarly, obviously, because they're all from the same tree, but probably have some differences and some nuances to them. Yeah, definitely differences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's the thing that, that stands out is um, the way the way that they all go about doing it is different. But really, at the end of the day, the philosophies are pretty similar. 
Um, you know, TJ's practices are a little different than what we did at, at Northern Iowa. And the way we coach our guys is a little bit different. Um, but really, at the end of the day, it's about getting all the guys on the same page, getting them to do it with a little, you know, with enough toughness and discipline that you have a chance to be successful. And there's a lot of different ways to do it. But what I've learned is, at the end of the day, those are the things that matter is what helps you actually win games, blocking out, rebounding, the little details. You know, it's more than just a set play. It's more than something that, you know, that we all think is cool, like running a nice play to get a backside three or something. But really, that's only three points. Like, what carries you through is your philosophies and the culture yeah. you have. And, you know, everywhere I've been, the locker room culture has been a priority, and it's been extremely joyful for me as a coach um, to be a part of that because going to work every day is, is fun. You know, yeah. There's great guys in the locker room. They like each other. Um, and we're all moving forward on the same page. And that's something that's consistent across all the guys I've worked for. Awesome. Thanks for taking the time, Eric. Really appreciate it. It's fun talking to you. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Eric Crawford's been filling in tonight for TJ Otzelberger. Coming up next, Jody Steyer. She's filling in tonight for Bill Fenley. Uh, we mentioned earlier in the show our condolences to Coach Fenley, who lost his uh, mother uh, over the weekend. And so... Uh, we're going to visit with Jody next. We're going to come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Two teams, one goal. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University have partnered to bring sustainable solutions to improving air quality and reducing carbon emissions on the campus of Iowa State University. Through the use of clean fuel produced at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa, students can breathe easier knowing that two teams are working together in creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. Tournament Club of Iowa, designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. No matter your lifestyle, there's a Ford for you. Find exclusive offers on the perfect one at your Northland Ford dealers. Like the Ford F-150, designed with new tech to help you work smart and hard. Or the Ford Explorer and Escape, SUVs the whole family can appreciate. Plus the Ford Bronco Sport, built for thrill-seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Customize your own vehicle by placing a retail order at your Northland Ford dealers today. And thank you for making Ford the best-selling brand in South Dakota. Best-selling brand in South Dakota based on 2021 CY sales. Hey everyone, I'm Mark Wahlberg and I have some exciting news to share. At Wahlburgers, we are all about bringing the family together to enjoy a great meal and have a great time. That's why right now, for a limited time, kids eat free every day at all Hy-Vee Wahlburger locations. Kids 12 and under can enjoy one free kid's meal with any purchase of an adult burger, sandwich, or entree salad. Bring the family to Wahlburgers and the Wahlburgers and Hy-Vee stores where right now, kids can eat free. Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust, partners that care about your company and your customers. 
partners like the Plumbers and Steamfitters Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. Sucup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sucup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner from Iowa Farm Fields to Jack Trice Stadium. Renewable Energy Group has a play in supporting agriculture and creating a cleaner, more sustainable environment. Our thanks to Eric Crawford, Iowa State's Director of Player Development for Men's Basketball. He was a great guest in the first part of our show tonight, filling in for T.J. Otzelberger. And Jeff Grummers, our guest co-host tonight from B&G Video Productions Names, which does all our coaches shows, including the Bill Fenley Show and Unfortunately, Coach Fenley couldn't be with us tonight. His mother passed away over the weekend. Jody Steyer is filling in, and um, our heartfelt thoughts are with Coach Fenley tonight. Jody, we, we know how much his mom meant to him. Oh, absolutely. Bill is all about family, and it was just especially to have it happen you know, so quickly last night. And I know some people were asking that she hadn't been doing real well, but I don't think you're ever yeah. ready for that. And, and we were just talking about the – you know, four years ago, he and Deb have all their parents there, and it's just been a real quick transition. And like I said, he is all about family, and so it was a it was a sad time for him. And um, he is he is doing his family business while still um, talk you know taking care of the basketball part. So, uh, but yeah, it's a it's a sad time. But um, I think everybody's thoughts and prayers are yeah, with him right now. Absolutely. You know, you think back to when Coach first got here, and of course, your relationship goes even before that at Toledo, but when his parents were in the stands and, and Deb's parents in the stands, and I can still visualize where they sat and how proud they were of, of what was being built there. And at that point, you know, Stephen and Billy were little guys, you know, and, and to watch them running around. And so when you say family business, they really have grown up in and around the business. And it, it's just so rewarding to watch how well it's gone, you know, for coach and, and everything. And, and these are difficult times, but again, the the thoughts I have of his parents, and we actually even interviewed and did features on his parents, is just the pride they had in the not only the winning, but the way that the program was built and, and the foundation of the Iowa State way. And one thing Bill would always say is that goes back to his parents too. It absolutely does. And and you're right. I was back in the in the Toledo days when they were they were coming and, and watching games there, traveling mm-hmm. all that way. And so truly, they're pretty much the reason he's back at Iowa State. He's yeah. never forgotten that. He knew his family was here. Deb's family was there. So thanks to them, mm-hmm. we have Bill Fenley here. And it, it meant so much to them to be at games, the whole family. And um, it's just when he does say the family business, not just his immediate family, it was his parents. And yeah. they were very – it was sad. I was talking to some of the players today, and, and I forget. You know, some of them, they haven't been able to travel over the, in right. their older yeah. years. And they were they were such a prominent part of our Toledo days and the early days here, mm-hmm. the the people mm-hmm. that you remember. So I think it's important to to note that yeah, it's not it's it's Bill Fenley coaching the team, but when he says family and family business and 
and Cyclone family, yeah. it is really true. And those guys really took an active part in it and so proud of what he did and not only what he did, but you know, Ashley Jones pulled up a picture of, uh, of his mom that mm. we took a couple of years ago when, um, when she was here and it was in the locker room and it was, it's a really special, it was a special time for him then. And just to, to know, you know, how quickly things changed, I think yeah. it, it puts some perspective on it for everybody and including our players. Mm-hmm. And, and to take just what Jeff said a little bit further, you know, you, you do talk Jeff about the Iowa state way. And that is something that has been a coach friendly thing from the very minute he got here. And Jody, I imagine a lot of the stuff that is the Iowa State way of saying thank you to the bus drivers and and cleaning up after yourself and leaving the locker room cleaner than you found it and yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I imagine so much of that came from Coach Fenley's parents. Absolutely. I mean, he'll tell the players all the time, and he talks about my dad taught me this, my mom taught yes, me this, yes. and those are lessons, and he'll say, you know, I'd – I'm just older than you guys, but I, I got <laughs> yeah. those lessons from my parents mm-hmm. too. And Absolutely. it's been so important for him to carry that on. And it's unique. I always, I, because I've worked for him for so long, I'm so used to it, but there's been other people I talk to and in other people that I've worked for or whatever that you realize, no, it's a special thing because it's something that was ingrained in him. Um, the Iowa state way is, is the way he does things. It makes, I think it makes our players very special. We, we continue to hear about it and that has started that, that is what they gave him, and, and boy, they did a great job with him and his family. What a, what a yeah. tremendous family. What a great tribute to those people to raise such an amazing family. So um, we couldn't say enough good things yeah. about them, and, and obviously that's why it's a, it's a hard goodbye. Well, one of the things about the Iowa State way through the years has been overcoming adversity. That's just one of the things. If you look at some of the most storied seasons, there's always adversity that's going to hit somewhere. You guys have had it on the court this year, too, with uh, – you start the season with five posts, and you think, well, that's a, that's a pretty good number, and uh, two are out for the season, and a third one has been injured. And yet through that adversity, you guys are still playing, in my opinion, extremely well. And you really went down and fought Texas, a very big physical team. You were in a position late in the game to have a chance. And, uh, again, overcoming that adversity and moving forward looks like something this team is going to have to do, but it looks like they're up to that challenge. Well, they are. And, you know, there's, we, we sit there and talk about, Bill, there's nobody that's better at kind of motivating and leading somebody on when, when tragedy, or not tragedy, but adversity hits with stuff going down. Is, is him. He's used to it. He's not wired to look behind. Mm-hmm. He's always thinking, all right, what do we do to adjust to this? And the B situation was a sad thing. You know, she was, she was having problems during the summer was trying so hard to come back Mm. and it wasn't we were hoping for her and and praying for her but it it just wasn't looking good and and she tried and tried and that was something that it wasn't shocking we really were counting we were hoping that she was going to give us something the stephanie thing we you know we were getting into that i think she was i feel for her yeah selfishly for us i am sad for her she was so excited to play in the big 12 Mm -hmm. and there was all this talk of WNBA and all, and she was really focused on our team and proving to a lot of people that had told her, well, just wait till the big 12. It's going to be really physical. And she's like, I know I've heard it from everybody and I want to show them mm. that I, and just all of her, what she wanted to do for our team and everything. And to have that really cut short and just by a fluke yeah. situation has been really sad, but um, Bill, and we always say it's kind of, we don't mean it a disservice to them. Bill addressed the team and addressed her and said, he's heartbroken. We are heartbroken. But in the same sense, we, we can't sit there and, and tell the team, well, you know, we're going to keep patting. Yeah. And if we had staff, we don't. And yeah. 
And I think it's next man up. And, and Mo had, had been great all year, knowing, was always helping Steph and her role changed. Well, now it comes full circle and it's right back to what it was last year. Um, Izzy gave us some good minutes mm -hmm. last night. And I know, you know, people are excited about her. She's had some good practices. She's going to get an opportunity. Maggie Vick, all those, those things, somebody's adversity or whatever. Yep. But we got to rally the troops and it's an opportunity for somebody else. And, and like he told the team, they're not going to, nobody's going to feel sorry <laughs> for us in the league. Nobody's, nobody's mm. going to give us that. So. Well, I'll, I'll bet Steph appreciates it too, because in a lot of ways it helps her to move on. If you guys were just dwelling on, oh, but if we had Steph, this would be this way. And, you know, and you don't, and and for her to say, okay, they're going to be okay. You know, I I would think that's a big deal for her to hear him say that too. I think it is. I mean, we always it's always hard to be hurt because you're on sure. the side and you mm. don't want to be that person that nobody's thinking of. But that's why mm. he addresses it and says, hey, we need to move on. But she is she's such a good person, and she wants the best for her team. And she feels bad that she feels yeah. like she's letting people down. And we had to tell her it's not. You know, we know it's not <laughs> right. your fault. But it's been interesting in the last week or so to see her kind of rally around and, and what Mo was doing for her and those and B was doing for her now come full circle. Now her and B are on the sideline. Yeah. yeah. And they are trying to help out in any way they can and trying to help out on the bench. And it's a different look. And, and she had to do it a few years ago, unfortunately, and now she's doing it again. But her attitude has been wonderful. Her teammates love her. And I think we you know, it's it's not always win one for the Gipper, but that's that's yeah. in your mind. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, sure. we have the opportunity to step out there. I get to sit on the bench. They, those guys get to, to play every game. We've got people on the bench that would do anything to do that, mm -hmm. and they can't. And I think that's really important, and I think he re Bill reminds them, the players, you know, not everybody gets to do this. Know right. how special mm -hmm. it is. Embrace that, and, and let's, let's in our, the back of our minds, we are doing it for them a little bit because they're not able to. We're visiting with Jody Steyer, and we're going to come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. Two teams, one goal. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University have partnered to bring sustainable solutions to improving air quality and reducing carbon emissions on the campus of Iowa State University. Through the use of clean fuel produced at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa, students can breathe easier knowing that two teams are working together in creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. Tournament Club of Iowa, designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. Hey everyone, I'm Mark Wahlberg and I have some exciting news to share. At Wahlburgers, we are all about bringing the family together to enjoy a great meal and have a great time. That's why right now, for a limited time, kids eat free 
every day at all Hy-Vee Wahlburger locations. Kids 12 and under can enjoy one free kid's meal with any purchase of an adult burger, sandwich, or entree salad. Bring the family to Wahlburgers and the Wahlburgers and Hy-Vee stores where right now kids can eat free. Wherever people work, live, or play, there is a plumber and steam fitter who made it possible. In today's business climate, you need partners you can trust. Partners that care about your company and your customers. Partners like the plumbers and steam fitters, Local Union 33. Local Union 33 finds the right people, trains them exceptionally well, and supplies a qualified workforce, whether you need general or specialized skills. For more information, log on to UALocal33.org. Sue Cup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sue Cup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. Back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner. Iowa State University is living cardinal gold and green through their partnership with Renewable Energy Group and bringing lower carbon fuel solutions to campus. Jeff Grummer, our guest co-host tonight, we're visiting with Jody Steyer, who's filling in for Coach Fenley. And the Iowa Corn Cyhawk Series is about celebrating our student-athletes as well as our state's corn farmers. Just like the Cyclones and Hawkeyes work hard all year to get ready for the season ahead, so do Iowa's corn farmers. Growing a crop used in over 4,000 products, that's a win for all Iowans. And the Cyclones will be home twice this week. Uh, Wednesday against Oklahoma State and Saturday, is it, against uh, Kansas, Kansas or is it Sunday? Mm-hmm. Is it Saturday? Saturday. 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 Okay. Uh, Oklahoma State, uh, one of the great stories in the Big 12 this year. They are really impressive so far. Yeah, they're on a roll coming in here. So yeah. uh, very, very good team. But, yes, yeah, started out 0-2 and, and and then has a streak of they upset Texas and then they get Baylor and then they got TCU. So coming in here on a three-game win streak. And unique, what we were just talking about, just not a, a lot of the core players back, a few back, but they've got a lot of transfers in. Yeah. And they, like like the men's team we were talking about earlier, have kind of gelled. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes those first couple games you're getting to know each other. Well, now that confidence, when you beat a, a Texas and a Baylor yeah. right away in a TCU and now you're coming in, um, hopefully, you know, Hilton will be a little different environment for them, but they are playing at a very high level, very balanced scoring Um do a lot of different things, very good at the three-point line, have strong players inside. So it is probably, I, I have to say, when they're picked ninth in the league and what they're doing right now, they are the surprise of the league right now. I think the uh, women's basketball side of the conference is mirroring the men's. I mean, you look at the bottom part and you've got exceptional teams. There's really not a team that you can look at and just overlook or think you're, you're going to have a night off. And uh, Oklahoma State's an example of that. Uh, you know, you've been through the Big 12 wars. How does this one size up with some of the other years? It's exactly what you're saying. I mean, we, we've said that a lot, but we say that, and Kim was sitting at Baylor, and yeah. they're getting in. We <laughs> all want to believe, and we, we mm-hmm. beat them a few times. But there was some very definite, you know, top of the top of the league. And every every weekend, every this weekend, we're looking at games and we're like, wait a minute. You know, we beat West Virginia here and and they're on a three game winning. streak. Yeah. you know, they they've turned it around and and Texas Tech, who we beat earlier, are, are, they're really making a run. I think yeah. that's it really ends up being a good win on the road. So we always say it and it's proving true. 
it's anybody's game. I don't know if anybody in this league, I, you could win the league maybe with three, four yeah. losses. And I, we haven't been able to say that in a long time. And, and then we have Kansas coming in who they have a lot back. I mean, we're talking about new faces for Oklahoma State. Kansas is bringing everybody back and such a good team. Well, they've been on, I won't call it a skid, but they've had a really tough schedule. They've played the Oklahoma States, the Texas Baylor. So, so much of it is, all right, well, you can't count them out because they've right. had that tough schedule. Mm -hmm. So we're, I can just tell you, especially after, you know, it was a very physical game last night and we need to keep getting better and, and we're doing that. Our, our girls are focused, but this is huge for us to have. It's two big games. Um, we say, you know, there's a big swing and every game that you win, you're, you're one step up the rung, and and to be able to come back to Hilton, I know you know it's on the road. We've always we've prided ourselves on being a good team, but there's something special about being in front of our own fans, and especially with adversity. Bill brought it up the other day when when Steph went first down, 2008. We had Jocelyn right. Anderson, no doubt, and and really that's the benefit of having us oldies on the staff. We 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 can grab those right. things from years ago. Tom and I are old enough to yeah. remember. Takara oh yeah, Ross. that was a great yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. But that was Takara and Nikki yes. going yeah. down yeah. with knee injuries. Yeah. Yep. And we hosted down the yep. NCAA tournament was going to be down in Des Moines, and yep. there was no reason to think that could we salvage that we have some really good key players, but we lost our post players. And I always remember that season by it was it wasn't always pretty and everything, but our fan base showed up for us and I always felt bad but you know it's fun to watch Steph throw throw shots out in the thing and we're probably not nothing against you know Mull or sure or or Izzy or anything but we're not going to have that dominant that throwing in the the mm -hmm. craziness but our fans embrace how hard our team plays and they embrace whoever steps on the floor in yeah. the Iowa State uniform we talk about the Iowa State way our fans kind of have that so after a after a night like we had Last night, it's really nice to know and come back and prepare to be have a huge game in front of our own crowd, try and get ourselves going again. And, and again, every, every game is just, we're not, Bill is not into excuses. We don't talk about stuff anymore. But to be honest, you're reinventing and you're, you're kind of right. going back to some things that we just need to get used to playing together each other with each other mm -hmm. and, and kind of the lineups we're going to have now as we were getting ready with Steph as well. So, and one of the, players that certainly this fan base has appreciated for a long time and continues to appreciate is Ashley Jones, who <laughs> very quietly became Iowa State's all-time leading rebounder. <laughs> and there is one that, you know, the scoring maybe is a blend of want to and talent. The rebounding is pretty much all just want to. And uh, for Ash to be the all-time leading rebounder at Iowa State is uh, speaks volumes about her want to. That's exactly right. I had a, a congratulate her today because, you know, it's always it's tough after a loss and, and whatever. And she just takes it as a great, yeah, oh, oh, thanks. But, yeah, to be her size and to play her position and to do what she's done um, is really amazing. And when you say want to it, it, we talk about motor, you know, I'm mm -hmm. sure the men talk about, there's just certain players and Ashley Jones motor never quits. And we are undersized and we, and last night we were undersized. The, the one person that's in there battling scrape, scraping, it doesn't have a great vertical, but somehow I feel like she gets up above yeah, people is an Ashley Jones. And it's, it's great. It, not only for what she's done and she's setting records, but it, it's good for every player to look at that and, she is such a well-faceted player all around. I just think you see the work ethic and you see, you know what, it shouldn't come natural to her. It shouldn't come. And she still puts up those numbers and puts up numbers when people know she, you know, if I'm playing against, I'm probably putting an extra body on her or whatever. Mm -hmm. She knows that you're putting somebody in front of her and she continues to get it done. So she, 
pretty much never ceases to amaze us yeah. with what she does. And I think it's just going to be one of those years where every every time you have a radio show here, you're probably talking about another no, record being broken. <laughs> the over-under is, uh, is been shattered already. Yeah. already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's kind of ironic because you look at Ashley and people think score. And, and she's the all-time leading rebounder. Then you look at Lexi and people think defender. She just goes over a thousand points the other day in her career. And you throw in Emily Ryan. You have three players right now on the court that are going to be among the leaders of all time at Iowa State in the record books. And that is really hard to do now because there's been a lot of good players. So you talked about the crowd coming out, and you know Wednesday's another opportunity. But to come out and watch this team, you're watching. Uh, three players that are going to end up in the record books here. I agree, and, and it's it's nice that you bring that up because those th- they're special, and they're not just special for the, the type of player they are, but for the people they are, for the leadership that they have shown. Um, you know, we talk about adversity, and there's nobody better than Bill, but it's really nice when he has those guys to lean on. We talk many times, and, and it's not a – but there's certain teams or whatever that sometimes you just aren't sure who's going to show up or whatever. We know those three. Yeah. They might not play great or the, to the top, you know, what everybody's expecting, but they are showing up every game in and game out. And they've kind of brought the rest of the team, and, and that's nothing, the, those other ones too, they've always kind of followed suit. So when he talks about loving this team, that mm-hmm. is the reason. They're showing up, they give you an effort. And, you know, whether we play in a really good league, what you said, the guys, we could we could win the rest of them. Pray to God we don't lose the rest of them, but it's going to be a battle every night. But we're we're okay to come out with with that group coming out and with that leadership and and the rest of them follow suit. It's it's something really special that you don't see every year. Hmm. Um, we talked about the 2008. You're talking about Allison Lacey and Heather Azell right. and Kelsey Bolte. So when we were when we were talking about that, we were looking back and I'm like, gosh, there's a lot of similarities in yeah. some of the things about those teams. Hmm. We're visiting with Jody Steyer, and we're going to come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Radio Network from Learfield. Out of your lifestyle, there's a Ford for you. Find exclusive offers on the perfect one at your Northland Ford dealers. Like the Ford F-150, designed with new tech to help you work smart and hard. Or the Ford Explorer and Escape, SUVs the whole family can appreciate. Plus the Ford Bronco Sport, built for thrill seekers and outdoor enthusiasts. Customize your own vehicle by placing a retail order at your Northland Ford dealers today. And thank you for making Ford the best-selling brand in South Dakota. Best-selling brand in South Dakota based on 2021 CY sales. Tournament Club of Iowa, designed by golf legend Arnold Palmer. TCI is his only signature course in the state. TCI is a public course that offers a challenging yet enticing experience for golfers of all levels and is now managed by Kaler Golf. Cap off your round with breathtaking views and a delicious meal at the Copper Oak Restaurant. Looking for a unique setting for your wedding, party, or outing? Look no further than TCI. Visit tcofiowa.com to book your tea time today. We all love a good win. Catching up with friends, saving money at the pump, soaking up the perfect Iowa day, sitting down to a really, really good meal. These are the everyday delights that make us smile. These are the moments that connect us all as Iowans. And these are the wins that, more often than not, start with Iowa's farm families and the crop they're growing. Because when corn grows Iowa, Iowans win. Learn more about how to share your own wins at iowacorn.org backslash win. At MidAmerican Energy, we want to help keep you safe around power lines and electrical equipment. Always assume a power line is energized, even if it's on the ground. To avoid the risk of an accidental shock or electrocution, 
Avoid touching a power line with anything. And when you see high voltage warnings on transformers and substations, stay away. We care about you and your safety. Get more tips at midamericanenergy.com. Paid for by the customers of MidAmerican Energy. Is your work environment safe? It can be with help from EMC insurance companies. Use our loss control resources for online driver training, tools to avoid slips, trips, and falls, ways to improve workstation ergonomics, techniques for proper lifting, and so much more. Get safety videos and materials for your employees all at no additional cost when you insure your business with EMC. Learn more at emcins.com. Hey everyone, I'm Mark Wahlberg and I have some exciting news to share. At Wahlburgers, we are all about bringing the family together to enjoy a great meal and have a great time. That's why right now, for a limited time, kids eat free every day at all Hy-Vee Wahlburger locations. Kids 12 and under can enjoy one free kid's meal with any purchase of an adult burger, sandwich, or entree salad. Bring the family to Wahlburgers and the Wahlburgers and Hy-Vee stores where right now, kids can eat free. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University playing for a lower carbon, more sustainable community. Our thanks to Eric Crawford, the Director of Player Development for the Cyclone Men's Basketball Program. He joined us earlier in the show. And right now, filling in for Coach Fenley, who's over in Davenport, we have Jody Steyer with us. And uh, Jeff Grummer from BG Video Productions and Names is our guest co-host. And Noah Wolf is our producer engineer tonight. And Noah, of course, is the voice of Cyclone Women's Basketball. So he came up with a good point uh, during the break to ask you about, Jody, uh, the defense of Danae Fritz. How has that helped your team here recently? Well, it's been uh, – Danae has emerged, especially, I said, the two big games when you, when you face a Maddie Williams, who's really hurt us in the past from OU, and then Gabby Gregory, the leading scorer in the Big 12 – you know, we've seen in practice and in games, Danae has a toughness to her, and she has the versatility of being able to guard somebody off the ball um, and also inside in the post because of her strength. And Coach Fenley gave her those challenges. I mean, there's only so many people that Lexi Donarski can guard, uh, you know, at a physically, time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> physically and on, on the floor. And yeah. what Danae, what she was showing – and then what she did in those games, I think we talk about people getting confidence in, in their shot and everything. I, I think she knows she can do it every time, but I think that was a huge boost to her and a huge boost to our team and obviously helps us uh, just kind of balance out the floor. And it, we're not a real deep group. You know, we don't go real deep into our bench. We don't have those numbers. And to have Danae be able to do what she did in those situations, play, play well last night. You know, Texas is a physical yeah. team. Um, it's been amazing, and especially considering her lack of, you know, this is her first year, yeah. real year of playing, and the way she's embraced it, um, does it takes on any challenge? We, we even before the OU game, we said, "What do you think about, you know, yeah. guarding Maddie Wells?" Okay, right. <laughs> you know, like not not a whole lot of yeah. okay, whatever yeah. you need mm-hmm. me to do, and it's been, I think it's been nice. It allowed us to move Lex Donarski on to Sundown. Like it's been able to. Move, We've been able to move a little bit and to be able to use Danae's versatility um, to do some things we need to do defensively now and probably a lot more now that stuff is gone. It's been really, really nice. I think people do forget also that she was injured last year. And that not only puts you behind because you didn't play for a year, but there's a certain amount of time you can't practice even. And 
to watch her step up and improve every week and to continue to get better, you can just see that she is uh, getting more comfortable on the floor. Absolutely, and that's a great point because she was on limited time during the summer. You know, when those kids are are hurt and the injury that she had, you got to watch them close. And our strength um, and conditioning coach, Cassandra, does a great job. Uh, Megan, our trainers, and Denise. So she's probably tired of everybody every day <laughs> saying, how are your legs feeling? How are, mm. how are you doing? Because and if you she, don't ask her, she's not going to tell you. Right, yeah. right. I mean, but, but to her credit, she, I do think she's been, and she says, I feel good. I feel, And she's kind of wants to bring it on. And I feel like she's kind of playing like she did. Hey, I lost some time last year. I, I want to jump in there where I was when she left. She left on her best game against Drake and, yeah. and kind of had to sit and watch everything. I think she did a good job of looking, seeing what we needed. She she's commented on what she saw at the ends of game, you know, at the end of the season, and so it's really nice to have her play such a big role defensively. And we we need her offensively too. And I think that's a big, you know, Bill's been getting on her. <laughs> you know, you never you see in the high school, you know, telling people not to, sh- you know, stop shooting. Or we are begging her to look to score more because the same versatility she shows on defense, she can shoot the three and yeah. she can attack the rim. There's not a lot of people that can do it like she can. So I know he's going to continue to to stay on her with her defense. It's been wonderful. And she showed, especially in the in the K-State game, what she could do offensively. Oh, yeah. That's just a huge boost to us. I know that uh, Bill mentioned when stuff got hurt that you kind of have to reinvent a few things. And even though there's a lot of personnel that is the same as last year, as Jeff just mentioned, Danae's a different piece to the puzzle. And there's other players at a different stage in their career. Every team is different. And so... Um, are you still in the process of kind of figuring out what's exactly going to work with what we have now and how we can make it all work and fit together? Absolutely. And again, because what we went through, you know, we were really getting comfortable in that we could play, you know, our defense, I think, really improved because, you know, you have a 6-6 shot blocker. So now we're going back. And yes, we have some of the same players. We don't have B. Um, Nye. Nye was coming along at the end of life. You know, she was dealing with injury problems. So she had a couple really good games. And then you know, we're, it's, it's hard to put, you know, to say, nah, go, go up against those four monsters um, from Texas. And so a lot of it is just about matchups. And so we are getting used to each other, which even though, yep, you're right. We, we have played, but Ashley Jones plays the one once in a while and she plays the five once in a while. So the different mixes, Bill is, I always say, whoever, he is a master at X's and O's. Our girls are really good at retaining that and understanding it might change from one game to another, but we are still coming in. And, and I think that was a tough one. You made the point. We did. It was like last year's Big 12 tournament, like the whole game, and then we kind of faltered in overtime. This was a three, three quarters where, honestly, yeah. we weren't playing our best basketball, and we were grinding it out, and we were in the game, and then we kind of let the, the wheels fall off, and we, we know what we did wrong, and we know how we have to correct it, and I think – I think the players do too, mm-hmm. and they're the type that we're not looking back. We're, we're going to try and correct it, and we're going to bring it to the floor on Saturday. But it's always a process, and it's always who – and we have people in those spots. Nay, Nye, Maggie, Espinel, or McGraw, who is dealing with injuries. Yeah. It's on any given day. We're really monitoring how are they feeling and everything, mm-hmm. and then the playing time. So it's, it's a work in, pro- in progress, but we have the – they're a well-connected group. Um, and they do know each other well, and they believe in what he says. So it's we're gonna we're gonna get going again. Yeah, it's so fun to watch this team this year because, uh, as you said, you know, you had one style of play, and you know Stephanie, and you watch her come in right away, and she just blended in perfectly. And I think about how much basketball has changed because of the transfer portal, and it's changed men's basketball and women's basketball 
significantly. And and through the portal, at least to my count, you you're three for three. You guys had B come in and she was a good player, and Nye has come in and been a good player, and Steph has come in and been a good player. But as you look at at the future and just not only preparing for other teams, but recruiting your own team, how much has that changed the coach's perspective? It, well, it's changed a lot. You know, we talk about getting ready for Oklahoma State. Now they have a different coach too. But yeah, you're you're coaching against different personnel. When we're looking at whether it's our recruiting or whatever, it is. It's it's different people. And and the nice thing about it, when you bring somebody in, and we've been able to experience, you're bringing in some um, some history of of experience, right. and they in in a little maturity and and things like that. So it has changed the game a lot. And I think you're seeing it both on the men's side and the women. It's just, we used to, you know, I used to go back and watch last year's film and it's just teams are changing. You have mm. to, it has, it's a very dynamic setting from who's playing and who's, we talk about us getting used to it. Obviously Oklahoma state is getting used to it. So it's not as easy as knowing those four year segments and those guys, it's a very unique situation to have Ashley Jones for five yeah. years. And, and we've been so blessed, Emily and, and Lex and, and all of our kids that have joined us and stayed the part, well, then you have the other dynamic, and we've been so lucky to have people that fit in so well. But to try and get ready for other teams, it's it's a not a challenge, but it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. You got sometimes in the early in the season, we had to do a lot of film work on other teams, you know, sure. when they played for other ones to see what their tendencies were or whatever, because they're new to the program. So mm-hmm. it's a different dynamic. We're visiting with Jody Steyer, and we're going to come back with more of the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group, right after these messages on the Cyclone Network from Learfield. You probably know that a natural gas leak smells like rotten eggs, but what does a gas leak look or sound like? If you hear a whooshing or hissing sound, see dirt, dust, or water spraying from an area, or you get dizzy or queasy, leave the area immediately, then call 1-800-595-5325 once you're safely away. See midamericanenergy.com for more safety tips. Paid for by the customers of MidAmerican Energy. Sioux Cup Manufacturing Company offers decades of quality products from a family-owned business. From our team to your field, a winning combination producing innovative, reliable products, giving you back the quality time for what's most important to you. In a world filled with challenges, Sukup is selling solutions. Visit sukup.com to find your dealer today. When did business insurance become one size fits all? At EMC Insurance Companies, we've known for more than 100 years that businesses have unique needs. It's why from coast to coast, we provide insurance packages that are designed and tailored specifically for nearly 500 different types of businesses. Add our expert loss control and quick claim services, and you can see why customers count on EMC to help protect what they've built. Find an EMC agent near you at emcins.com. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. We all love a good win, catching up with friends, saving money at the pump, soaking up the perfect Iowa day, sitting down to a really, really good meal. These are the everyday delights that make us smile, 
These are the moments that connect us all as Iowans. And these are the wins that, more often than not, start with Iowa's farm families and the crop they're growing. Because when corn grows Iowa, Iowans win. Learn more about how to share your own wins at iowacorn.org backslash Iowans win. Hey everyone, I'm Mark Wahlberg and I have some exciting news to share. At Wahlburgers, we are all about bringing the family together to enjoy a great meal and have a great time. That's why right now for a limited time, kids eat free every day at all Hy-Vee Wahlburger locations. Kids 12 and under can enjoy one free kids meal with any purchase of an adult burger, sandwich, or entree salad. Bring the family to Wahlburgers and the Wahlburgers and Hy-Vee stores where right now kids can eat free. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University are delivering on their sustainability goal by taking used cooking oil from the university and producing renewable fuel that powers vehicles and equipment on campus. We're visiting with Jody Steyer, filling in for Coach Fenley tonight. And Jody, you know, we, we, we've talked a lot about the recruits coming in and their basketball ability and all that kind of stuff. But how will they fit in as people with the the excitement level that you guys always have for doing things out in the community and and the cohesiveness of a team uh tell us about these newcomers and how you think they're going to fit into that uh iowa state way well they're they're perfect for that iowa state way and we were just talking off air they you, i couldn't ask for a but we couldn't ask for a better class of five incoming freshmen and you got you got some local and some coming from out so you know you have an ariana jackson who kendall her brother her mom and dad like the ties great to, family a great family the ties to iowa state she's already doing iowa state way things uh, yeah. down there you know she does a lot for the community um great student uh just just a phenomenal human being and having a really good year audie crooks is 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 as a, a wonderful as a, a person um has a huge social media following because of not only she's fun to watch but because of the type of person she is and everybody everybody used to say everybody loves mayor everybody's going to love audie mm -hmm. um and <laughs> what she's doing on the basketball court and the impact she will have for our community and I, her coming to iowa state when she had pretty much everywhere she could have went that she lo loves this home connection and it really meant something to her and her family um perfect fit obviously a kelsey jones uh you don't need to say much more as far as the family fit and you know, with Ash doing what she did here, um, Kelsey is just another, like, just, they're all kind of combinations of each other. Mm -hmm. And Kelsey's doing, she's really having a good year. She changed high school, playing for mm -hmm. her sister right mm -hmm. now. The What she's learning as far as being the leader and bringing it to that when she was already a, a tremendous player, um, just that whole, when we talk about Ash's determination and, and Kelsey, just the, the person she is. What a fun! I am going to be so. I'm going to be very teary to see Ash leave, and it is so refreshing to see her younger sister coming in because Kelsey has a lot of those same same abilities and just as far as the type of person she is. Then you have a Jalen Bristow who she'll be coming like she comes to our to our um, our Texas Tech game and could, she had a game in Lubbock, so wow. they couldn't. They only made it for the fourth quarter and they didn't let her in the building. Oh. So she's waiting outside, trying to look in, you know, oh. watching on the screen because they <laughs> wouldn't let her in. But her and her family just to show up to, yeah. to come yeah. and support the Cyclones. Uh. Um, she's at a school making a huge impact at her court, at, you know, on the floor and in the community. Just everybody, it, it couldn't be more of a perfect fit. And then we have we have Addie Brown down in in Kansas. That is just phenomenal. She. 
she's doing she's doing internships that most college players are doing right now. She's doing that as well as uh, doing her basketball. She works with youth groups. Um, wanted to be a cycle like, had almost all the big 12 schools recruiting her and really meant followed our team and wanted to be a cyclone and that's the the common thing recruiting is one thing but bill has always said and i know eric said the same thing hey you want somebody that wants to make an impact here and, and low ego and everything they want to be a part of the cyclone family they want to play in front of our crowd and mm -hmm. they want to impact the community that's why they came here and it's we couldn't be more excited to have them join us can't wait to see them all play we're gonna sneak in one more break come back with more of the cyclone coaches corner fueled by renewable energy group right after these messages on the cyclone network from learfield Two teams, one goal. Renewable Energy Group and Iowa State University have partnered to bring sustainable solutions to improving air quality and reducing carbon emissions on the campus of Iowa State University. Through the use of clean fuel produced at Renewable Energy Group's biorefineries in Newton and Mason City, Iowa, students can breathe easier knowing that two teams are working together in creating a cleaner, more sustainable campus. Hey everyone, I'm Mark Wahlberg and I have some exciting news to share. At Wahlburgers, we are all about bringing the family together to enjoy a great meal and have a great time. That's why right now, for a limited time, kids eat free every day at all Hy-Vee Wahlburger locations. Kids 12 and under can enjoy one free kids meal with any purchase of an adult burger, sandwich, or entree salad. Bring the family to Wahlburgers and the Wahlburgers and Hy-Vee stores where right now, kids can eat free. Welcome back to the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. Wrapping things up here with Jody Steyer. Our thanks to Jeff Grommer, our guest co-host tonight from B&G Video Productions. And Jeff asked Jared Crawford earlier about the importance, Coach, of protecting the home floor. You got two opportunities to do that this week. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. I know our girls are excited to be home. We're excited to be home. And just, you know, the, the fan base, we brag about it all the time. There is nothing like being at Hilton. So they, they were talking about it last night. They're talking about it today. They're ready to get going again. And, awesome. and hopefully we, we keep what the guys have got going and we get going and uh, we'll get a lot of excitement here. Exactly. This year. Hope you yes. fans that are listening out there can come out and support the Cyclones twice this week and hope you can join us again next week for the Cyclone Coaches Corner, fueled by Renewable Energy Group. This has been the Cyclone Coaches Corner, powered by Renewable Energy Group. Also brought to you by Bud Light, it's for the fans. And by Hy-Vee, who proudly supports the Iowa State Cyclones. Hy-Vee, where there's a helpful smile in every aisle. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Cyclone Sports Network.